Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you on this long summer day, and I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Of course, Blue Daughter Sports Central is a program that highlights the outstanding Apopka High School Athletic Department with in-depth interviews with high school ball players, their dedicated coaches, and alumni who have achieved great things both on and off the field after their days at Apopka High School, uplifting stories of achievement and perseverance. We have a great show for you tonight, friends. We'll get right into it. First of all, though, I want to let you know about the sponsors that make our show possible. Great Florida Insurance, Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent. Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Community Health Centers of Central Florida and Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and the great people at BurnFatOrlando.com. We have three great guests. We'll go to them in just a moment. Later in our program, we'll hear from John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner. And as if you know, many of you know, John Perry has covered Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics for over 40 years, and he, of course, is an alumni as well. Later in our show, we'll hear from one of the outstanding players in Blue Daughter football history, Jebrick Blocker. Of course, he was the starting running back on the night 2012 state championship team. We'll hear about Jevrick and his life after football, and he's a successful businessman these days now after graduating from Benedict College. But first of all, we're pleased to be joined by somebody who has had a, a lifelong connection, a close connection with Apocalypse Blue Daughter Athletics. He was an outstanding baseball player in the Sunny Wise era on some outstanding teams. At Apopka, he later went on to a great college career in, on a baseball scholarship in Arkansas and even came back and served as athletic director at Apopka, in addition to serving as athletic director at other top schools. I'm talking, of course, about Russell Wombles. Russell, hey, it's great to catch up with you. Thank you for joining us. Roger, thank you for having me, man. You know, as I was just thinking... You know, as I'm kind of always thinking about who would be a great prospective guest for our show, of course, you came up because I'm thinking that you have had a strong connection with Apopka Blue Daughter, Apopka High School and Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics from a variety of different perspectives, going all the way back, even starting when you were a little kid and you used to come and watch the games. Oh, exactly. I mean, you know, I, I used to run around uh, down the end zone there at Edward Two. You know, dreaming one day to be Lehman Hall. So I go back a uh, pretty good ways. In fact, we had Lehman on the show recently as well, you know, uh, celebrating his um, election to the Army West Point Hall of Fame. 
And and Russell, can you talk about? Um, and I'd like to have you share a little bit about those days, especially playing for Coach Sonny Wise in the baseball program. But can you talk about? Jump ahead a little bit and talk about why after graduating from, I believe it was the College of the Ozarks, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and having an outstanding baseball career there, why did you choose to, to teaching and coaching as your profession? Well, I mean, in all honesty, I was like every other you know kid that played played ball. You know, I would like to have uh, done it and made a living at it, but I uh, wasn't quite good enough at that. You know, like 99.9% of us aren't. And um, I, I knew that I wanted to be involved in athletics. I mean, I like to joke around and, you know, tell people I don't, I couldn't have done anything else. I'm, you know, not like I know anything, you know, so, uh, uh, you know, I just made sure I married really well. So I didn't make really, you know, uh, stupid decisions all the time because, uh, you know, I was an athlete. That's what it was. So you are who you are. So I always wanted to, to play as long as I could play. And whenever that ended, I wanted to, I wanted to coach what I wanted to do. I just really never wanted to do anything else. And can you talk about, I know it had to be a big thrill to, you know, getting established as a coach. You were a head baseball coach at Tavares High School. Um, then later on, had your first athletic director's position at Tavares. Uh, later, you became athletic director at Dr. Phillips High School, you know, one of the elite programs in the state of Florida, and, um, and then ultimately came back to Apopka as athletic director. Can I'm sure that had to be a big thrill. Can you just talk about a little bit about that journey that, that brought you back home and what it was like to, to be the AD at Apopka after, as you talked about growing up as a little kid and, and going to the games and aspiring to play for the Blue Darters? Well, you know, when I, when I finished playing college, I actually coached college baseball for a year, and that was a great experience. But, you know, it didn't pay very well, and I was getting married. So uh, I decided to go into the high school coaching profession rather than uh, be a GA for a couple of years and, you know, wait around for my opportunity to make a living. And I didn't think my new wife would appreciate that, who happened to be my high school sweetheart from Apopka High School. So, and, uh, so yeah, uh, I took a high school job in, in Northwest Arkansas, just, you know, fantastic opportunity. Just, I mean, a little bitty tiny school in the middle of the Ozark mountains and, and, uh, the stories I could share there, but, uh, I, I did that for four years. My wife worked at the university of Arkansas Fayetteville and she wanted to move back closer to home. And at that point I wasn't ready to move back to Florida. And, uh, so we kind of got a little compromise and we moved to North Georgia. So I stayed in the mountains. Uh, I was there for four years. I was coaching uh, both uh, baseball and girls basketball at both schools. My first job in Arkansas, I was actually named the athletic director my second year there at the age of about 23. And when people, you know, say stuff like, well, man, that's pretty cool that you're AD. Your second year was 23, and I, I have to explain to him, we only had two coaches. So, uh, and the, the person that was going to be the athletic director and get that extra $2,000 supplement was going to be, the the lesser of two idiots, and I just happened to be the lesser of two idiots. So it wasn't, you know. I mean, it was just, I had a fifty fifty shot at it. <laughs> that, that, that's a great career. That's a great story of career success. Exactly. <laughs> if you don't have to be good, you just have to be better than one more person. So that was kind of my my claim to fame there. But that's how I got into the uh, the world of athletic administration. But I went to Georgia and coached uh, both boys basketball there my daughter was born in 1994 after my third year there my wife said eh, i think it's time we move home and you know i want my kids to grow up around their 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 grandparents and both both of our parents both sets of parents lived in the pocket so we moved back and i took the uh, head baseball job at Tavares high school 
Did that for three years and uh, was named the athletic director. Was the athletic director for seven years, and uh, then got the opportunity to. I think you, you you missed a stop along the way when you mentioned it a while ago. But uh, then I was uh, given the opportunity to be the athletic director at Apopka High School. I believe it was 2005, uh, and obviously that was my dream job. You know, my dad. You 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 remember my dad? So. Uh, my dad was a pocket blue darter through and through. So, you know, unfortunately, he had passed away a few years before that. But uh, standing on the sidelines, you know, being the athletic director at Popka High School. So, again, that was my dream job. I stayed there, uh, I believe it was like seven years, I believe, and then uh, decided to make the move to Dr. Phillips High School. Was there for about six years. Um, very tough decision, but uh, well. And uh, was there for six years, and then I actually went back to Apopka High School as the athletic director for another couple of years, and then uh, I took a, a year off uh, about two years ago, and uh, just came back this past year to Apopka High School, and I'm just currently just teaching. So that's kind of been my uh, career in a nutshell. Uh, been really privileged to be a part of some great programs with great coaching staffs and community support and kids and teachers. I mean, you know. I couldn't have uh, couldn't have had it any better. So, I, and, and of course, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you you you, you hired Apopka's current coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. Do what? If I'm not mistaken, you uh, you were the guy that hired our current coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. I did. Football. I did. Uh, yeah, and uh, I've known Jeff for quite a while, obviously. And uh, I can remember when Jeff was going up to the Panhandle was going to going to be AD football coach. I remember him calling me years ago. Asked me about the whole AD stuff, so I told him, you know, it might be a little different than uh, than you want to be a part of and coach football. But anyway, uh, yeah, I love Jeff. He's done a fantastic job, obviously. And now, you know, I worked with him a little bit this fall because I did some some people. Coach, great person, uh, and runs the first class program. And every chance I get to brag about a pop guy, I do that to this day, and that's not going to change. So. Well, Russell, it's been great to catch up with you. Look forward to having you, you know, when you get back into town, having you come over and join us for a little bit longer. But, um, you know, we've got about the two minutes before we have to hit our first break. Anything else you'd like to share? I mean, not really. I mean, it's just, you know, being able to uh, being able to have the perspective of, of being at little bitty tiny schools that associated with, you know, like a little tiny school in the Ozark Mountains with, with basically zero diversity very poor school district and and then you know morphing through all of these things you know or uh coaching junior high girls basketball and college baseball you know being at big schools like dr phillips and you know so many varied communities it's just been just been a you know amazing run for me but uh, you know being a fan a little kid is a fan for a high school you know, and then later on, at some point, when I first went to Apopka High School in 2005 as the athletic director, you know, I had coaches that were working in our athletic department who had coached me. So that was, uh, you know, that was that was a little different. But um, I'm going to tell you, there's there's not a uh, you know better community or program or anything like that that, that I'm aware of anywhere than Apopka High School. And, I, and I'm fortunate enough to get out and you know be all over the country doing things related to coaching education and serving on some boards and committees and stuff. And, and, uh, I can promise you that, you know, that the name of Popka high school is thought of extremely well, not only locally, but across the country. So very proud to, to be, uh, 
alumnus and uh, and and for whatever other uh, parts uh, uh, I've been able to play, you know, within the community and the program. Yeah, well, you're a big part of it, and you've been a big part of the success. And um, well, it's been great to catch up with you here. And, and I've got the fond memories of maybe someday we'll talk about uh, the fond memories I have of you playing third base more for me on my Hooter softball team over at Edwards Field back in the day. Well, I, I have some fond memories of that, too. I mean, there's you know nothing better than a high school kid to be able to play on the Hooter softball team. So. <laughs> and, and, and we brought home... Every now, uh, and then you, every now and then you got me free wings and stuff. I mean... You know, there was probably some illegal uh, uh, inducement. We had a few inducements, and they weren't illegal, by the way. <laughs> you know, I was an amateur athlete, so yeah. you know, I, they could have been illegal. I don't know. But anyway, no. Well, thank thank you very but, much, uh, Russell Wombles. Friends, I, I really appreciate the Roger, and I'll just be... friends. We'll be right back on cool. Blue Dart Sports Central. Thank you, Russell. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Hey everyone, it's Pete Paquette visiting with Nikki Cook from Florida Door Solutions. Hey Nikki, how you doing? I'm great, how are you? Nikki, I'm doing great, thanks. There's a lot of things happening at Florida Door Solutions, including celebrating your 20-year anniversary, serving Central Florida with the best garage door repair and products ever. You're helping folks with repair and design installation. You've done some of the cool jobs here lately. Tell us a couple of them. Uh, Most recently, we did the new Raptor ride at Universal, and then all of our guys got to ride it as a new ride, which was kind of fun. Nikki, tell our listeners about this unique showroom you've got. I think it's the only one in Central Florida like it. Yes, we do have a fully functional showroom or design center right here in Apopka. We can help you with your home, your business, whatever garage door you have or overhead door, we can help. So please stop by anytime. Um, We're at FLADoor.com or 777 South Park Avenue. Thanks, Nikki. Serving Central Florida for over 20 years with the professional product, service, and installation they've become known for. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR or go online to FLADoor.com. It's a 20-year birthday celebration at Florida Door Solutions. Summertime is the perfect time to get outside, enjoy the fresh air, feel the refreshing benefits of nature, and get your morning going. So grab a Nature Valley granola bar, get outdoors, and experience the energizing power of nature this morning. Hi, Steve Lash at Blue Book Service Center. Is your check engine light on? Get our computer diagnostic for only $25. Other places charge $100 or more, not Blue Book Service Center. We're saving you money. Make your appointment now at bluebookcars.com or call 407-321-0741. Are you looking for a funeral home you can trust? Do you want to deal with people who share your values? If you are, then visit AmericanFamilyFunerals.com and chat live now. AmericanFamilyFunerals.com, locally owned and operated by the Treva family. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back, friends, to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. It's great to be with you on this long summer day, now into evening. Hope you enjoyed the program. In a moment, we will go to Jeverick Blocker, one of the truly outstanding football players in the history of a popular order football. And as many of you know, that's saying a lot. In a mo- we'll go back to Jeverick in just a moment. Hope you enjoyed the conversation with Russell Womble. It's a great flavor of um, 
you know, just somebody who's who's big part of his life has been uh, being an Apopka Blue Darter in a variety of different different ways, from a, a a little kid as a fan to playing and wearing the blue and white and coming back as a coach and athletic director and teacher, uh, with others, of course, many other successful stops along the way. But right now, I'd like for you to know that, of course, our program is made possible by Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Founded in 1972, Community Health Centers of Central Florida have been serving the people of our Central Florida community with quality, affordable health care for over 40 years. Now let's go to Jevrick Blocker, starting running back of the 2012 Apopka Blue Darter State Champions, also had a great career at Benedict College as a running back where he achieved his degree and most recently has been a businessman and entrepreneur. Jevrick, it's great to catch up with you. Thanks for joining us. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Great to be back. And uh, why don't you just tell us, I know that you've always, um, you know, as I, you know, we keep in touch, you know, off the air, uh, it's always interesting to see all the various things that you're doing in your business and, and professional life. And can, after getting your degree at Benedict College just a couple of years ago, um, can where, where are you up to now? Yes, sir. Uh, lately, I've been pretty busy. <laughs> Thank God, uh, everything's been pretty good. Just uh, you know, keeping my nose to the ground and, and keeping going and, and keeping faith in God. Uh, so currently, I'm, I'm actually enrolled in two classes at Florida as coach, as cultural and mechanical engineer at SAMU University, and I'm currently working out of Columbia, South Carolina, and uh, corporate security. Uh, some may know it as like cyber security is. Uh, we share uh, similar things that we do, and um, and that's that's pretty much it. Um, I got some other business things going on um, as well. Uh, just got a kickstart in real estate, and uh, looking forward to uh, getting that cigar shop back open here soon. And of course, you um, you went to Columbia. That's where Benedict College is. That's where you uh, went to play football and to get your education after Apopka. And can you just talk a little bit about your your, uh, your experience? Let's talk about, first of all, your educational experience at Benedict, because, uh, you know, as, as I know, you, you had you know, a lot of adversity in your football career there at Benedict. Uh, you overcame all of it. But, um, you know, and a lot of guys not only let that sideline them or derail them in terms of football, they let it derail them in terms of um, of their education as well. Um, but you persevered through all that and really um, took a very active role, uh, not only in, you know, doing very well academically, but also getting involved in other student activities in addition to other than, than sports. Can you just talk about, you know, reflect on your experience of Benedict and, and what has it meant to your life after, you know, after college and after school? Yes, sir. Uh, well, well, now looking back, it was definitely a blessing in disguise. Uh, coming in, you know, from a small town like Apopka, Florida, coming into Columbia, South Carolina, it definitely was a culture shock. Um, but I think, uh, you know, Rick Darlington, the head coach, um, when I played there, uh, he, he equipped me with the skills I needed, and, and that was just being able to survive and, and being able to be put in situations that, uh, you know, you can uh, find yourself out of it. But, uh, you know, once I got in, um, I, I met two like maybe two or three group of guys that pretty much had similar beliefs. And, you know, we stuck together. We, we stuck together pretty much um, all four years. And um, I I got an undergrad degree in business, uh, marketing and management. 
and uh, the teachers there, they, they were pretty uh, close-knit. The classroom was, was pretty much, uh, wasn't as big, but uh, we, we was able to get that one-on-one contact, and we was able to learn, and not just what we're uh, going to get our degree in, but learn about life. And uh, it was a very, a, a school that had a really unique culture, and um, I feel like I, I took some attributes from there, and I'm using them in the real world now. Um, but um, as far as the education, I got a top-notch education, and uh, I'm still going. I'm, I'm actually going to get my master's now, so looking forward to that soon. No, that's a great, great to hear hear your story, and, and thank you for sharing it with our listeners. And friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Right now, we're speaking with Jebrick Plocker, one of the outstanding Blue Daughter football players ever in the history of the program, and starting running back on the 2012 state champions. Of course, that state championship you heard it right here um, back in the day was um, won at Camping World Stadium in Orlando in a dramatic 53 to 50 victory down the last play of the game against Cypress Bay of Broward County. And Jeverick Blocker was a huge part of that, and particularly in the winning drive, converted um, multiple third and fourth uh, down situations um, to keep the keep the winning drive alive. Um, now, Jeverick, can you talk about a little bit, you know, we hear a lot about um, young young people, and especially their parents, yeah, high school ball players, and their parents today's you know, today's these days putting a huge emphasis on getting that scholarship on getting to the next level personally i think uh there's there's almost too much emphasis on it and it takes away a little bit from just playing the game in high school and focusing on that but you know the, what i'm getting at though is that you know most of the players that have achieved what you did on the field particularly in your senior year um you, you know um Get get offers from Power Five schools and 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 you know multiple offers from Division One schools that that didn't happen with you you know largely because of your size, um, which is you know smaller than the, the average running back or football player. Um, but um, can you talk about you know what your experience? I mean, you basically had to recruit a college. <laughs> you know they weren't coming after you. You had to go find one. And can you just talk about that and what you learned from that and, and maybe what you could share with other uh, young men and 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 young uh, young women. Yes, sir. Uh, well, uh, I, my senior year in high school, uh, I played multiple sports. I played four different sports, so I knew I could pick a sport. And uh, coming up with the guys that play, I played football with. We pretty much played football since Pop Warner. And if you know that 2012 team, you know we lost the first two games, and we we saw adversity. Um, you know, as soon as the season started, but we ended up winning most of the games. Um, well, the rest of the games of the season, but um, but as far as you know, as far as the recruiting process, I had I had multiple offers, and I wasn't really educated. I pretty much just handled the uh, recruitment process on my own. So, you know, not knowing what to do and trying to find the right school was very difficult for me. But I knew I had a great education. I had good grades, and I just had to find the, the right school. And uh, once I found it, the right school, I just, I worked hard. I mean, hard work beats um, talent any day. Um, you see it here um, in sports today. As long as you work hard and, you know, you have that goal set in mind that you're going to make it, and no matter the size, the height, or any of the abilities that you may not have to bring to the table, 
you're going to uh, you got to continue to work hard and, and see it through. And, and along those same lines, and we got about four minutes before our next break. Hope you can stay with us after the break. Speaking of, of more adversity, um, you had adversity at Apopka. I mean, you didn't even play much until your senior year. You know, when you emerged not only as a starting running back, but tailback, but um, also set numerous records, uh, gained I don't know how many yards, over two thousand yards rushing. Or you were even the leading receiver on the team. Scored I don't know how many touchdowns. Ran back I don't know how many t- kicks for for touchdowns. Um, you know, it was really one of the the, the best seasons in in Apopka history statistically, uh, as well as you know picking up a state championship along the way. Um, but before that, you hardly ever even played. Um, you know your junior you know on varsity. Can you talk about that? And you know once again, a lot of guys don't grind through, and you know that aren't getting a whole lot of playing time earlier in their career. Don't don't even stick with it till their senior year. Yes, sir. Uh, well, coming from uh, Apopka, you know, uh, there's a lot of talent and there's a lot of great guys in front of me. And I was able to learn from, you know, a lot of, you know, the German gallons, even the guys with defense like Pooh Bear Mars and all the other guys. They just taught me to keep working. You know, no matter what we did, we worked. And uh, an opportunity came uh, towards my senior year that, Coach wanted to move me from defense to offense. I say, yes, sir. I've, I've been playing that pretty much all my life. So I knew that, that. I knew, you know, the other teams were, you know, they had to be, you know, they had a force that was coming and I was working with. So once I got that opportunity, I knew that, you know, this was my team. Um, we had a bunch of other great guys that helped lead the team, you know, the Bellwolves, the Dazzy Moors, Zach Garlington, Chandler Cox. But, you know, once I got that opportunity, you know, I studied. I stayed in the weight room. Coach Darlington, he kept me right. Uh, stayed away from the bad guys. And <laughs> I got with the nerves and, and just continued to to see it all the way through. I kept my faith. And um, once I got in that backfield and those lights came on on Friday night, I was ready to play. And um, and I just did that the whole season. Um, took care of things in the classroom first. Um, you got to remember you're a student athlete. So once, once I had my grades ready and uh, – and we had that pregame meal coming down, walking down that tunnel to the field. We just knew we just had to put let the work show itself, you know, because we work hard in practice all week. And um, I know when coach called my number, I'm, I'm I'm able to take it back on a punt or, you know, run run it up on a jet sweep. So, and I trusted my guys that I knew they had my back, and you know, and we had maybe a at least ten year relationship with most of those guys on that team. So, uh, so yeah. So I was I was very confident in my senior year. Uh, even with when I wrestled, ran track, got a ring in those, and I weightlift as well. So, and um, and wrestled, yeah, absolutely. And um, it's a, just a great story of perseverance, both um, after high school, when your college career, both on the field and off the field, and then a great story of per- perseverance during your your high school career as well. And you, we're going to go to our break in just a moment. Before we do, you know, we also want to let our listeners know we can talk about this a little bit more when we come back. You know, in, in addition to being all state uh, football player on the leading rusher, leading receiver on the state championship team. His senior year, Jebrick Blocker was also all state in four different sports. His senior year at Apopkin, of course, took home the most valuable athlete uh, trophy, uh, well deservedly so from Apopka that year. But he was a uh, you know all state in, re- in track, weightlifting, and wrestling. And um, so, just to give you a little bit of idea of his uh, talent and ability, in, in addition to the hard work and perseverance. Before we go to break, of course, I want to remind you that. 
Blue Dart Sports Central is made possible by Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com. When you, so when you're in pain, I encourage you to go see Dr. St. Germain. Dr. Patrick St. Germain, proud to be voted best chiropractor for now 16 years in a row. Well, friends, please stay with us on Blue Dart Sports Central. We'll be back with Jebic Blocker in just a moment. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Pacific Northwest sweltering as a historic heat wave hitting Washington State and Oregon. Temps in many areas topping out at 25 to 30 degrees above normal in the coming days. Seattle likely to edge above 100 degrees over the weekend. And in Portland, forecasters say the thermometer could hit 108 by Sunday. Republican lawmakers being described as livid over President Biden's refusal to sign a bipartisan infrastructure deal unless he gets passage of his broader priorities. White House says the lawmakers shouldn't have been surprised, given that Biden has publicly discussed that strategy. Work continues in Florida, where nearly 160 people still unaccounted for in the collapse of that 12-story condo. This is SRN News. Hurricane season is here. Don't wait until a storm is on its way to get ready. Lake Mary Lawn and Garden is your number one source for Echo Chainsaws and Generators. With chainsaws starting at just $199 and generators starting at $599. Echo has been the choice of pros for over 40 years. Lake Mary Lawn and Garden, a trusted Echo dealer since 1980 and an Echo Signature Elite dealer specializing in Echo power equipment sales and service. Call or visit LakeMaryLawn.com. That's LakeMaryLawn.com for the full Echo product line. Echo. Echo. The professional choice. G'day, mate. As an astronomer, I'm a croc expert. Crikey, get him away from me. I mean crocs, like the footwear. And as a croc expert, I have to say, I like foamies from Skechers bloody better. Because foamies have that stylish, trendy look, plus Skechers' world-famous comfort. All for a price that's down under the competition. Skechers is a comfort technology company, and foamies have comfort innovations your whole family will love. Foamies are ultra-lightweight, water-friendly footwear that are flexible and breathable. Perfect for kicking it by the pool, grilling on the barbie. Or comfy enough to go on a walkabout. Plus, only foamies come with fits and features like ArchFit with podiatrist-certified support. And Max cushioning that feels like you're walking on big puffy marshmallows. And foamies are perfect to keep you cool this summer or warm in the winter, which is great because it's actually winter in Australia right now. Good on your sketches. So get yourself some machine washable foamies by sketches and don't get bit by crocs. He's a mean fella. Find foamies at sketches.com, a sketches store, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Hi, Steve Lack the Blue Book Service Center. Get a free tire disposal if you buy four tires and have them mounted and balanced by us. Blue Book Service Center, we're saving you money. Make your appointment now at bluebookcars.com or call 407-321-0741. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Well, friends, welcome back to Blue Darter Central. Roger Franken. Be with you on this summer afternoon, now into evening. Thank you for the opportunity to join you. Hope you're enjoying the program. 
go back to Jeverick Blocker in just a moment, and later in our show, we'll hear from John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner Newspapers, also an authority on Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics and high school athletics throughout the state of Florida. Also, of course, want to let you know that Blue Daughter Sports Central is presented by Great Florida Insurance Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent, and by Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Founded in Apopka in 1972, Community Health Centers of Central Florida have been serving the people of our Central Florida community with quality, affordable health care for over 40 years, now with 15 locations. Now let's go back to Blue Darter standout, Jevrick Blocker, and currently businessman, entrepreneur, Jevrick Blocker. Now, Jevrick, we were talking... Um, you bet a variety of things about your high school career, the obstacles you had to overcome both on and off the field, uh, getting to college at Benedict College, more obstacles on and off the field. Can now I would like to have you talk about I mean that's you know that's why I always love to share your story, have you share your story with our listeners because your your life to this your young life to this point has just been a, a case study in 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 perseverance. And overcoming you know obstacles from all different directions and, and doing it you know with the blom, but can you talk about you know some of the adversity you faced at Benedict? You know, I mean, here's a guy who was you know you know the leading rusher, the leading receiver, all state player, all state in four sports, at one of the you know, most successful high school football programs you know in the country, and you wind up at a Division two school. That did not have an outstanding uh, football program, and um, and and you know just just pick it up there and, and talk about some of the uh, unexpected adversity you 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 found at Benedict. Uh, yes, yeah, sir. Um, well, you know, once I got to uh, Benedict College, I realized that you know um, I could have went pretty much anywhere and you know anywhere in the country to play ball, uh, but not knowing the fact and having a full ride scholarship, um, you know, I, I looked at my mom, I looked at my uncle at the moment, and, and you know, it was kind of a deal I didn't want to turn down, you know, getting a free education and being the first, uh, you know, first graduate of college out of my family, immediate family is that. But um, it just comes down to, you know, uh, fighting for what you believe in, you know, having having a purpose. And I felt like looking back on it, I felt like I, I had a purpose to come to Benedict College to help build a program, to help build people in the area, to help, you know, um, just try to touch someone each and every day as I could and, uh and try to get someone to rub off on me in a good way. Um, but, you know, just the adversity came, you know, the big adversity at least came uh, year two. Um, I was going to transfer out to UCF. The whole entire coaching staff got fired. And um, I was the next big deal. Every scout team, every practice we had, I was starter. And, you know, the ball was coming to me. The defense knew it, but they just couldn't stop it. And, um, and you know, I was going to transfer out uh UCF and tried to become a slot receiver. And um, I gave uh, Coach Dalton a call and I asked him personally, you know, is this a good idea to uh, come back to Orlando, my hometown, and, you know, represent a popular football. And um, he pretty much gave me some statistics and saying most, most guys that transfer out um, of the college they originally went to usually don't make it. Um, he was like, it's an 80% chance. And, you know, that was kind of discouraging, but I stuck with it. And then the next coaching staff that came in, we, um, we got on. We got to a pretty good start, um, but you know how they their recruitment process was just bringing a bunch of guys. So it was 
a little hay- haywire, but towards the end, we, we came together and we bond- we bonded as brothers. And we knew we had a mission, and that was to pretty much just build the program um, just from, you know, the entire coaching staff being fired. So uh, with that adversity said, um, I, I turned my eyes back into the books, and I focused on what was in the books, and that, that can help me feed my family someday um, by just overcoming, building relationships, um, networking, and being fearless and not, not being afraid to fail. And uh, that's that's all it took. It's a lot of hard work, long the night, highs and lows. But uh, it, it definitely paid off for me in the end. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an amazing story. You know, I mean, you get there, um, you know, the program's not very good, endured an 0-10 season. Even though, um, you know, as you said, uh, the coaching staff that recruited you believed in you. They had great plans for you. The system fit your skills. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and then a whole, you know, one day you wake up, all those guys are gone, and there's a whole yeah. new uh, leadership coming in, and they don't see things the same way. And, you know, and, but that's a great life lesson, you know, Jeverick, you know, and a lot of, a lot of guys go through, and, and, you know, gals too that play, play sports go through their sports athletic career and it's nothing but success, you know, success, success, success to get out in the real world. Like everybody does eventually. And, and that, the real world's not exactly like that. So, you know, I know it, it was difficult for you, but, it, but in another way, it, you know, you, you, um, you encountered uh, things that are just going to, going to help you, you know, later in life, especially with your, your can do attitude. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Gotta stay, gotta stay positive, optimistic as well. Now, can you? T- I'm also interested in your business career. We got about five more minutes. Um, you know, you seem to have a natural instinct for for business. Um, you, you know, you you know, a natural curiosity, a natural uh, natural ability. You know, on the academic side at Benedict, you know, how did you, you know, decide what your course of study was going to be? Um, how did you and how did you get into the cybersecurity business once you got out? And got your yes, degree. Uh, well- well, pretty much made me study business. Um, I come from a long line of family of entrepreneurs, um, pretty much real estate, um, contracting, electrician, uh, a lot of nurses, and just everybody's, you know, willing to put in the work. Very hardworking family that I come from a background, the whole bloodline. Uh, and and I would say, like, it, it definitely runs into me, and I have a knack for just wanting to learn something that I never heard of, but it makes sense. And then it makes money, and then you can help change people's lives on the way. Um, so that's that's pretty much what got me into it. And um, around my junior year, um, I realized, yeah, business is you know it's a lot of loopholes, it's a lot of misinformation that um, people don't know or not willing to research. And you know the information's out there; you just got to go get it, and it can make your life uh, a much a much easier process to get into where you want to go. But how I got into corporate security, uh, let's say uh, my senior year, was uh, my junior year, I had an internship uh, with Scanner Corporations and met a guy named Tony Elliott um, through a friend, uh, Brian Curry, which pretty much uh, gave me a, a, a insight on how, you know, the world really works and how, how knowing someone can, you know, lead you into, you know, the another path, a great path that can, you know, help your life out at the time. So just networking, building relationships, like I said earlier, uh, being fearless, um, putting the time in when no one's looking, having a good name. Um, Coach Dawson said uh, 
he always quoted, <laughs> a good name is more desired and great riches favors better than silver and gold. And that's one of the, the quotes um, that I, I carry along with myself. Like, no matter the circumstances, just have a good name. Because once you're gone, um, that's, all, that's the only thing you're going to be remembered for is what, is what you did while you're here. So that's networking, learning, day by day, um, being positive, having faith in yourself, and treating yourself right, and, and good things will happen to you. And I, um, I like to stand by that's pretty much what's going on with me, too. No, it's a great philosophy. It's certainly served you well um, in your young life, and um, it's always great to catch up with you and, and learn about what you're up to and the exciting things you're doing, and, and especially to have you share uh, your story with, with our listeners. Got about two minutes. Um, anything else that you uh, might like to share with us? Yes, sir. Uh, speaking of football, I just actually tried out for the Orlando Predators on April 10th down in Orlando, Florida, and it was about 80 guys. And, you know, I, I haven't been on the field much, but I, I work out at least uh, four times a week, four times out of seven days, even if it's cardio, stretching, or uh, lifting hard. But uh, let's just say I, I think I was top three. <laughs> I got it recorded. Uh, I finished top two in shuttle, uh, top two in 40, and we did some agility drills, um, some more drills we did. and uh, But they, they ended up not uh, taking anyone out of that hole camp so i don't know what that was about but um definitely nice to to, to get back out there and, and feel the burn and smell the green grass and get yelled at and uh <laughs> you know see, see what people got and uh looks like i still got it so and and never give up always believe in yourself and continue to do great things and um you mentioned something about uh the younger folks looking up to their parents um obey your parents and you know, love them. Tell them you love them now while they're here. Give them their flowers while they're here. And that's all. That's that's awesome. Well, thank you for being here to share about with us. And yeah, they, I think they made a huge mistake. And uh, but you never know when that uh, foot next football door just might open. And um, you know, whoever uh, is smart will, will open it for you, and, and they'll have a true champion. Well, yeah, I'm definitely keeping in contact with Coach. He's uh. He pulled me to the side, and that's all I was. And, and I told him, it was like, yeah, that's when he started. I was like, yeah, let's, let's get it started. So we'll see. Maybe I'll try it for another camp here some, sometime soon. Wilson, it's great to catch up with you. Thanks for being here to share a little bit with us on Blue Daughter Sports Central. Friends, we're going to go to break right now. We'll be right back with John Perry of the Apopka Chief. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Hi, Steve Lack with Blue Book Service Center. Get a free tire disposal if you buy four tires and have them mounted and balanced by us. Blue Book Service Center, we're saving you money. Make your appointment now at bluebookcars.com or call 407-321-0741. Hey everyone, it's Pete Paquette visiting with Nikki Cook from Florida Door Solutions. Hey Nikki, how you doing? I'm great, how are you? Nikki, I'm doing great, thanks. There's a lot of things happening at Florida Door Solutions including celebrating your 20-year anniversary, serving Central Florida with the best garage door repair and products ever. You're helping folks with repair and design installation. You've done some of the cool jobs here lately. Tell us a couple of them. Uh, Most recently, we did the new Raptor ride at Universal, and then all of our guys got to ride it as a new ride, which was kind of fun. Nikki, tell our listeners about this unique showroom you've got. I think it's the only one in Central Florida like it. Yes, we do have a fully functional showroom or design center right here in Apopka. We can help you with your home, your business, 
whatever garage door you have or overhead door, we can help. So please stop by anytime. Um, we're at fladoor.com or 777 South Park Avenue. Thanks, Nikki. Serving Central Florida for over 20 years with the professional product, service, and installation they've become known for. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR or go online to fladoor.com. It's a 20-year birthday celebration at Florida Door Solutions. Sometimes it feels like the course keeps changing right before your eyes. Dell Technologies Advisors have the tech solutions you need to help your business get out in front and stay ahead of the game. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Listen to this station for the Bible Answers Program, brought to you by the Dawn Bible Students Association. Questions designed to promote a better understanding of the scriptures of life, peace, and happiness. That's the Bible Answers Program. All new Sunday morning right here on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Hello, friends. Glad you're joining us tonight on Blue Darter Sports Central. Hope your Friday evening is going great. Hope you're enjoying the show as well. It's great to catch up with Jevrick Blocker. Always a lot of young, a lot of wisdom from, from Jevrick, and I always love hearing about um, the various aspects of his life and his career. Earlier, it was great to speak with Russell Wombles and have his insights and a former athletic director at Apopka High School. And also, we didn't mention with Russell, he was um, very highly recognized um, for his work as an administrator, sports administrator and uh, athletic director. In fact, one year, I believe he uh, uh, was a recipient of the National Athletic Director uh, of the Year Award. But, But now we're pleased to be joined by... John Perry, an authority, of course, on Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics and and in his role as the longtime editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner newspapers. And John, it's great to have you joining us. Uh, thanks for having me, Roger. And also want to remind everybody that Blue Daughter Sports Central is presented by Great Florida Insurance Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent, and by Community Health Centers of Central Florida. And John, you know, there's there's some football news. Um, you know, as as the teams are preparing, uh, you know, over the summer, um, you know, to get get prepared for the season, which isn't too far away now. Um, first games around the state of Florida are August the twentieth. But there's some really exciting news and different news out of Apopka, and, and that that there's an Apopka High School graduate who is a qualified for the Olympic Games. Can you bring us up to date on that story? Yeah. Um, last. Weekend or earlier this week, excuse me. Uh, Donald Scott uh, qualified for the Tokyo Olympics in uh, the triple jump, and uh, that's not a you know something that a lot of people may know of. And, and basically, if you they're going down the runway, and instead of just jumping one time, they they have a certain spot they have to hit. They can't go past. Then they they leap once, they leap again, and then they leap into the sand pit, and that's that's called the triple jump. And they measure it from from that, that board, that line that they can't go past, and then uh, where they land in the sand. And his was fifty six feet uh, plus, a little bit, and it was just an inch or two below uh, the guy who's uh, I think his first name's William Clay out of the University of Florida. 
that he's been the, the national leader in, in the triple jump in the United States for quite a while now. Clay has. And so, you know, uh, Donald Scott graduated from a pop, was a pop football player, uh, and, and, and of course, track athlete, and uh, then went to Eastern Michigan for football and uh, ended up, he played football for two, maybe three years, and then ended up doing just track. And obviously, it's paid off for him with a, with a, by qualifying for the Olympics. And, you know, this is not one of those things where, uh, you know, okay, we pick you and all that type of stuff. It's, it's, uh, it's you've got to go out and perform, and, and he did that earlier this week. Yeah, very, very exciting news, and thanks for being here to, to share some of the inside story of it with us about Donald Scott and his uh, trip to the Olympic Games, qualifying for it. And like you said, that's that's a spot you earn. You, you don't get there by networking. <laughs> you, you, you earn that 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 one. Um, can you talk about yeah. now? Um, of course, some football is not too far away, and you know, even though school's not in session right now. Uh, you know the programs are, you know, are still do are doing things to prepare for the season, uh, primarily conditioning and things like that. Can you just give us uh, an update on, on what's taking place now? Uh, you know, not only with Apopka but the you know, Apopka specifically, but uh, around the state. What, what what are the high school football teams doing now in the summer? Well, if you're not, if the things aren't working out or individuals aren't working out, they're falling behind. Uh, you know, Apopka has a, they start at six uh, a.m. during the week. Uh, each morning, and, and they go. They're done by pretty much by nine. So, and they do it for a couple reasons. First of all, it's cooler when it's and, and you don't have the threat of lightning and the rain and like like we've had this afternoon or and for several days. And so, you know, it's a little bit better to, to when you're outside the outside part of conditioning drill. And then uh, it also allows the, the young men to. If they need to have a job and or they want to have a job, and, and most most of them are going to be able to do that with no problem when you're done by nine o'clock uh, with the workout. And so they had good attendance and, and you know good solid efforts and, and that type of thing. Uh, and kids are, are, are buying in, and, and you know freshmen are now coming in. Those who are fresh will be freshmen in the fall. Uh, they're coming in right after that at nine o'clock and working for. I think about an hour and a half each day. So, uh, you know, the, the even the young ones are getting into it. So, but you know, I, I've talked to a couple of kids who go to other schools, uh, and they're doing the same thing. Maybe not that early in the morning, but but they're doing that type of thing too. And so, even at all different levels, the small school level, big school level, if you're not working out right now, you're falling behind, either as a team or individually. And it's it's really important. And, it's it's just it's just part of the gig these days for to, to play high school football uh, in Florida anyway. We're glad you're joining us tonight on Blue Darter Sports Central. Right now, we're speaking with John Perry, of editor, the Popkit Chief and Planner. And John, one of the the more uh, I think interesting things about the upcoming season, specifically for Orange County schools, well, not just Orange County, uh, you know, Central Florida schools. Are there seem to be a lot of matchup head to head regular season matchups between power programs? You know, I, I, I we've talked about looking at, at a Popka schedule and uh, seeing some of the top uh, programs in the state there, which isn't that unusual, but it it seems particularly uh, top heavy this year. Um, but then other schools in the same situation, Sanford Seminole, Edgewater, just off the top of my head, uh, come to mind. Um, can you just talk about um, you know that phenomenon in general? 
and then um, you know, and, and, and you know, just talk about that. How did things work out so that you you've got so many uh, elite teams right here in in Orlando Metro and Central Florida going head to head in the regular season? Well, that's a great question, Roger. Some of it is our, our district game uh, for Apopka. Actually, the district is going to be. I, I'm just saying it, and I, I could do it. I'm not part of the program. I, the district is going to be the easiest part of the of the schedule for the Blue Darters. Um, uh, you know, that doesn't mean they won't be challenged some and won't have to fight through and can't just throw the you know the ball out and, and roll it out and, and win. But uh, you know, Fosca's got uh, you know. West Orange is, is, even though it's not a district game for the first time in history, uh, that's that'll be a good game. You know, they've got Dr. Phillips, Edgewater, Lakeland, and, uh, of course, Wakiva is not a district game, but that'll be a, a solid game, I'm sure. Uh, so, you know, it's you asked a question about it, and I, I don't know. I think the coaches are at a point where they know if they can win their district, then they can – automatically qualify for the playoffs. They want to be battle-tested. If you go 10-0 and and you're winning every game by six touchdowns, unless you're playing the other really good teams, that doesn't test you for for the playoffs. Uh, You need to, you know, even if you go in at 8-2 or 7-3, but you've been battle-tested and you've been competitive in those two or three losses, it it can make a difference when when it gets the – And we, we've got down inside our la- last five minutes, but can and the one game I think is, is really interesting is uh, the road game Apopka has at, at Lakeland High School. Of course, one of the elite programs for you know probably the last sixty or seventy years at least. Um, Bryant Stadium, his historic um, high school stadium venue, um, and I know you know the connection we had with Coach Rick Darlington. That was where he went to high school and played high school uh, football, and so I, I you know it's, it's kind of a natural that that we might play when we played them a few years ago. But you know uh, what what led them to be, be being back on the schedule. Um, this season, I, Roger, I really I haven't talked to uh, Coach Jeff Rolsa about the specifics of that. I think it was just kind of they were looking for a quality uh, opponent. So it was a Popka, and it was you know Popka needed a certain. It was the last game scheduled, as far as I know. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the the, uh, the uh, accurate. And so anyway, I would you know I think they were just both looking for uh, a game and. You know, Lakeland and the Pops aren't going to get uh, a lot of uh, teams calling and say, oh, can we play you? Well, now, some of them will, and some of them are, are, are proactive, even if, especially if the coach is trying to build a program. He's, he's trying to, he doesn't want to fill a schedule maybe up with an Apopka or a Lakeland or Dr. Phillips, those type of teams. But he wants to have, uh, you know, at least a couple on the, on the schedule. So outside of that, uh, I think Popka and Lakeland were both looking for a game. They were able to make it work in terms of schedule. Popka did have to move another game to another spot and whatnot, but, but it worked out, obviously, and, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, Lakeland last year was, for a Lakeland, they were down a little bit. It wasn't the, as strong a Lakeland team as they've had over the last several years, <laughs> as you said, for the last however many decades. Uh, but, but it was... Uh, you know, I do remember last year Wakaiba went down to Lakeland and, and, and upset the Dreadnoughts there, especially it was a fourth-quarter uh, victory. And so, you know, I would expect a good, strong game. I have no idea what Lakeland's got coming back, how 
how good they expect to be or how good they will be, but we'll certainly know by, by the end of the uh, uh, when they play because it's, it's one of the later games of the season. Uh, it's week seven, so, uh, you know, on October 8th. So it, it'll be well into the season. Both teams will know exactly what they've got by then. And yeah, now the we're down inside, down to two minutes. I, you know, so I, normally this question would have a long answer, but if you can make it as short as you can, and it's about the postseason. You know, there's I think there's been three different playoff formats the last three years. For, you know, for a variety of different reasons, COVID one of them. Um, what is? How do you qualify for the playoffs this year? Is it going to be on the point system, or is it going to be win your district? When if you win your district, you're in. And then there's a, and it's, it's the, as far as I know, uh, it's the same as last year in terms of the max preps rankings for for the seeding. If, in other words, in the region, each region will have eight teams qualify for the playoffs. And so the four districts, the district winners automatically qualify. So they will have a first round home game, and their rankings will be used for see those first four, and then, excuse me, uh, seedings five through eight will be the next four teams that didn't win a district with the highest max preps. Uh, it's actually an FHSA, but it's done by max preps. So that's why it's using the max preps term. Uh, term. Anyway, uh, bottom line is they, they those rankings will be used for the, the five wild card or four wild card teams. Uh, and even, you know, Psychopathica one year qualified, a couple of years ago qualified for uh, fifth, in, and they had to go on the road even though they were rated higher uh, than the, than the uh, district team, uh, district champ that they were playing. So it's, it's a little bit convoluted, but uh, we'll see if they continue to use that after this year. But you win your district, you're in the playoffs, and you get a first-round home game for sure. Great information. Well, John, thank you for checking in with us and once again giving us great insights. Well, thank you, Roger. Take care. John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner and Friends. It's been great to be with you tonight, and I hope you have a wonderful Friday evening. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. News, opinion, passion. AM 950 and FM 94.9. The Answer. WORL Orlando. It's 8 o'clock. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jason Walker. 